Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey homos, welcome to this week's episode of Happy Healthy Homo. I'm still Keegan Hurst. And I'm still Joel Wood. And we are still boyfriends. We are. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine an intro to that episode. Like, we are no longer Joel Wood or, or and we are not boyfriends anymore. Oh, yeah. But we've still got the podcast. Yeah, we're still here. Like, we're still here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. This, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is our podcast. If you're new here, welcome. You're welcome. Mm, this is... Uh, just us giving unsolicited advice yeah. we're unqualified um two white men with a podcast microphone wow groundbreaking <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, yeah what is it two two men with a with microphones is not mansplaining it's podcasting yeah <laughs> i love it that's what we're doing we're yeah we're podcasters. We're podcasters, guys. Yeah, if you want to appear on our Helpful Homo series over on YouTube, then send us your queries, your questions, your problems, and we will attempt to solve them, but we probably won't solve them. We might make them worse. We might make them worse, but we but we enjoy doing we'll it. We'll stick our R in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can also email us about anything, but just make it clear when you're emailing us, are you just giving us topics for the podcast? Are you having a chat? Or do you want to be featured on Helpful Homo? Yeah, please make that known. So today we're going to be talking about being single and things associated to the single life because we've spoken about relationships. Yeah, we talk um, about relationships quite a bit, don't yeah, we? Yeah, because I suppose it's easy because we are in one, so it's uh, we can relate to it right now. But we can also relate to single life, and I know lots of you out there who are watching, you might not be in relationships, and we get lots of questions from single men out there. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd talk about being comfortable with being single, how to date if you want to date, um, and how to do that sort of intentionally rather than yeah. just willy-nilly. Yeah, we, we get lots of emails and lots of questions about all sorts of things, but I think we got a lot of stuff about being single. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it okay? Am I weird for being single? Uh, how do I not be single? Wanting what, to be single. What if I do want to be single? And, mm. and it feels like that's not okay. So there were like lots of questions that we thought we could give our feedback on, give yeah. our feedback on, give, that we could answer or <laughs> give an answer to yeah um, and try and cover all bases for lots of people and as always we are not 
licensed. <laughs> we don't really know what we're talking we're about. We're not licensed and therapist, experts, so, anything. <laughs> so please get in touch. If you've got a different opinion to us, we, we'd love to get that on. I saying licensed therapists as if we are therapists, just but not we're, licensed. We're, un, we're unlicensed <laughs> therapists. We're vigilante therapists. Yeah, vigilante, we're vigilante therapists. The vigilante therapist. That's a that, great title. Yeah, if you want a podcast, you can have that. Yeah, there you go. Cut to <laughs> award-winning vigilante That's podcast. Our idea. Um but yeah, you're you are right. There is a societal pressure to be uh to not be single basically, and I think people can feel isolated or weird for wanting to be single or they can feel very lonely when they are single because everything seems to be geared around relationships and like you haven't hit your first milestone in life until you've met your partner and then it's marriage, it's kids, it's this, mm. it's that. Well, I think, especially in the gay world, I don't want to say community, but in the gay world, I think there's also a fear of becoming that older, single, sad, lonely guy at the end of the bar. Yeah. And I think people are terrified of that. And I think that's something that's happened. There's like a generational thing where that has happened to people. Yeah. And I think people are terrified of that happening. Mm. Um, and so they maybe jump into things that they're not ready to jump into or it's not the right yeah. person and then they have bad experiences and then they go, I don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. And interesting point about relationships. Mm -hmm. And this is the, this is true for every person in the world who's in a relationship. Sweeping, I know. If you are in a relationship, every relationship that you have had prior to that has failed. Yeah. Isn't that mind-blowing? Because you're like, <gasps> and then you're like, I, I, oh, but it is. It's true. We've just done that podcast thing. I'm going to blow your mind right now. Oh, my God. That is crazy. It's also really obvious when you think about it. Yeah. But I think to know that you look at people who are in successful relationships, and mm -hmm. I know we're not talking about relationships, but that daunting thing of I'm it, for the single people who are, think, who are, who are thinking, I'm never going to be in a relationship. It's never worked. Yeah. Everybody you see who's in a successful relationship, every relationship before that failed. Yeah. So I think that's quite empowering, maybe. Yeah, Is that, yeah I think Definitely. so. I remember when you first said that to me, I think early days, and I, I cause I think I, it, maybe it was in the context of I was saying something like, oh, I've not dated anyone past six months before and I'm not good at this. And maybe I'm like, not like good at this in relationships or whatever. I remember you saying, yeah, but who am like, cause you had had a couple of long-term relationships before me. I viewed you as some, some sort of expert in relationships. And you were like, you do realize that a hundred percent of everyone's past relationships have failed. Yeah. And one of those long-term like, relationships Whoa. was with a woman. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I got that quite wrong. <laughs> like wrong forest. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. So getting into being single. Yeah. What, what, what would you say to someone who feels under pressure from that they should get into a relationship and they actually don't want to Let, let's yeah. first talk about those people those people that are comfortable with mm -hmm. being single they're all right but they feel pressure whether it's from friends whether it's from society whether yeah. it's from family when are you getting a partner when are you gonna yeah. you know when are you gonna make that jump in your mm -hmm. life what what would you say to those people joe well keegan i don't have all the answers i know i look very wise but uh <laughs> you look like an owl <laughs> i look like an owl Hoot hoot. Uh, I am. <laughs> I just make myself laugh all the time. Um, I just think it's very easy to say, but don't. I think what you need to do is assess why, like, who are you living your life for? Because I think I had this before coming out. It wasn't about the pressure to be in a relationship, but it was the pressure of wanting to, I don't know, um, 
please everyone, please my parents, make my parents proud, make everyone around me proud and not not rock the boat, not be different. Mm. And then it's like, but who am I living my life for? Because one day those people are gonna be dead. One day I'm gonna be dead. <laughs> like it's very morbid, but do you know what I mean? Like you, so, or you will end up. Sometimes you have such a nihilistic view of things. But I think being really honest with yourself about where we're all headed, people are so scared of death. I'm personally not scared of dying. I know that when I'm dead, I'm dead. I don't care. Like, obviously, I'd like that to be a bit longer rather than shorter. But I think it's because I've been brought up with such a cavalier attitude to death. And it's like, yeah, we're all going to die one day. And so you do have to live your life for you. That doesn't mean be unkind and be selfish. But in this regard, with the pressure to be in a relationship, why are you taking on that pressure from someone else? It's your life. If you want to be single, be single. Well, I think a lot of people... And maybe I'm, maybe I've got this very wrong, but I think a lot of people, and I've done this in the past, I've, there's been something either missing or I've not felt completely comfortable with where I'm at and who I am. So I've thought, well, someone else will complete that and they'll yeah. bring to the table the things that I'm missing. But okay. I, I think like when people say, or just go, you know, they might have a shit life and someone says, oh, we'll go traveling, you know, go see the world. Well, you still got to travel with yourself. Yeah. And he, your and, problems are still going to be your problems abroad. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and the same in a relationship. Mm. If you, you know, get in a relationship with someone and you've not done the work on yourself and the mm. stuff going on, those problems are going to be there. And also they're going to potentially be amplified and not mm. only impact you, but impact yeah. this other person. And then the that knock-on effect of, am I this relationship didn't work so is that yeah. my fault and and it can become you know quite insidious to to jump into something and rush it yeah um so yeah that you, you've got to do things for you and and think what if you do want to be in a relationship you've got to be at a point where you're okay with yourself yeah. and that person is not you, that you would be okay with that person like i'm i feel like i would be all right without you i don't want to be mm. without you but you add yeah. you add some you make my life better because i can share it with you mm. but i feel like i'm all right and i've got my shit together and i'd be yeah. okay but you kind of amplify it mm -hmm. rather than bring something to the table because if someone brings something to the table if they left then that's gone as you'd well you'd be broken yeah exactly yeah, exactly you've got to be fine by yourself well, one thing that's kind of, it's not related, but can tie in with the, why should you care what other people think? If someone reacts badly, like if you've got family members who are putting you under pressure to find someone, that's a reflection of them. If they're going to be disappointed if you remain single, mm. that's their problem to deal with. I know from my parents, and I don't think they'll mind me saying, when, you know, they've got two gay sons, one straight son, no one's anywhere near having children. I personally don't want children. And my mum and dad have said that initially that was really sad because they're like, but we want grandchildren. We're not gonna, we're not gonna have grandchildren. And then they've come to terms with the fact that they go, actually, all that was in my control from the day I was born, in terms of relationships, was whether or not I get into a relationship and whether or not I have children. So many people grow up going, I'm gonna have kids and then I'm gonna have grandkids and then, well, actually, that's not in their control at all. Mm. Grandkids is never in your control. That is your child's thing. Mm to do if they want to do it. So my parents have gone, actually, that, is, that was never something that we should have any say on because it's not up to us. Um, so, and I think that it that is a really good reflection that they've had and that you should have if you're worried about what you, how your friends or family will react if you stay single. That's a them problem because that's not in their remit of control. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and what about for, for people who want to be single 
yeah. uh, sorry, who, what about people who are single, mm. but they don't want to be single? Yeah. What about those people? That's even harder, I think, isn't it? Because you're desperately trying to find someone to share your life with. You're doing fun things. You really want to find someone to share your life with. You're in a good spot and you do want to share yeah. it with someone. You just got to be fussy, though, because you've touched on this. You could end up wasting your life on the wrong person because you rush and settle for the wrong person. So I think the main thing is just to resist temptation to settle because one day you probably will find that person. Maybe you won't, but you. I think you probably will yeah. if you want it. It's out there for you, but you've just got to be patient and know that it will come. At, like, put it this way. I've never had a relationship like ours, a happy, healthy relationship that we've got. And that was at age 30. And I spent my entire 20s pretty much, or let's say from about 26 to 30. So not the <laughs> entire, 20s. <laughs> entire 20s. Well, no, I was like my entire 20s. I wanted a relationship. And then I tried it with girls, realized it wasn't like I, I just couldn't fake that. So then from 26 onwards, it was boys. But it was... Uh, I've I've spent a long time, and in hindsight, of course, yeah, four years is not a long time. But at the time, four years felt so long. But you were f you were very professional with your dating. I'm you? a professional, not anymore. I was a professional. I'm a retired professional dater. It was like prolific. If anybody's ever seen the film Moneyball, it's like if, if it's a film about ba baseball, but it's all to do with stats. And that was Joel. Joel like yeah. logged them. The more dates. Oh, I've got a list in my phone of everyone I've been on a date with. They've got an asterisk next to them if they got a second date. There's a whole coding system. Um, but that was because for me it was a numbers game, and I was like, you have got to be in it to win. Well, it, it isn't. It is a numbers game. Yeah, like it is, and I suppose you can narrow that down with like your criteria if they don't meet this. But yeah. otherwise, if you just you know throwing shit at a wall and hoping yeah. that something sticks and people which saying, makes oh, it a little bit more expensive difficult. and it's this no i refined it not paying for anyone else's food and in the end like it's always splitting the bill it's uh maybe not even going for dinner going for drinks instead one drink max if i'm not feeling the vibe coffee, end it, ice you leave. Cream. coffee ice cream cake whatever it may be you keep it casual mm. but i was all or nothing it was like i wouldn't date for months and then suddenly in one month, I might have dated like 15, 20 people. So for people who are single... I say dated, going on a date with. So for people who are single, mm. how do they not appear desperate? Like, because people, yeah. especially when some people are... And I, I don't mean desperate in a in a bad way of just taking anything. I mean, people that yeah. re really, really want to be in a relationship. Yeah. So how, how do people, how, how do you like avoid that or not feel bad for feeling that? Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing. Don't feel bad. You can be desperate. Just do it quietly in private. Like you can't, there's nothing wrong with really wanting a relationship. There's nothing wrong with really wanting your next car to be an, an electric Tesla. There's nothing wrong with you wanting to get a promotion at work and being desperate for that promotion. Yeah. But you wouldn't necessarily go into the dealership being like, I need this car because they're going to try and like, they're going to add extra charges. You wouldn't mm. go into the interview showing your desperation. So there's nothing wrong with being desperate for a partner, but just don't be weird. Yeah. And don't, yeah. <laughs> on the day. I think. That, that's a really good point actually like living shamelessly about who you are and what you want yeah. from life like i want to be in a relationship i want this kind of person i want this kind mm. of life this is what i'm about that actually makes your decision making process a lot easier yeah because i'm only Definitely. interested in people who are serious about dating i'm only yeah. interested in people who are this so yeah be um what's that word um about selective dating. oh uh intuitive um 
intentional. intentional intentional be intentional with your day the thing is there's nothing wrong as well with being i like i was desperate to find my partner i ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I wasn't desperate for a particular person or any old person. So when I went on a date with someone, let's say when I was on a date with you, I wasn't desperate for you to be the one. I wasn't desperate for you to say yes to me. I was desperate to find my partner, but if that wasn't you, that's fine. Off onto the next, and and maybe that person will be the next. next person. Which sounds savage, and that does probably make me sound like a loser and a bit desperate. But I wasn't desperate for a person. I think if you're showing desperation for, I've made up my mind. You are the person. We've been speaking for two weeks on, and it's been amazing. But yeah. and it's got to be you. No, don't do that. Be you can be desperate for a person, but. Uh, sorry, you can be desperate for a partner, but just don't project that desperation onto, onto one person. person. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's a very good point, Joe. Thank you. Professional data here. Wisdom. Out. Wisdom. It's the only thing I have wisdom about because I've done it so much. So, people who are perpetually single mm. or who get a bad run of dates might think there's something going on here. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm the problem, it's me. Mm. Swifty. I'm not a Swifty, but anyway yeah what so what what would you say to i love that i've now i'm now interviewing yeah, i know you. this is big, but you know what i i'm gonna ask you some questions but this because keegan is like the opposite of me in terms of he's a relationship boy and you have been single and you have dated but you're more of someone who has been in a relationship since for more time than i'm more not. exactly mm -hmm. whereas i'm the opposite where i've been single for more time yeah but in an, the next episode we're going to film is about being a dad so i'm going to take interviewer role with that one but what i was going to say was um for, for people who find that they're getting a load of bad dates yeah it's not working out mm. maybe they're the problem what would you say to that person to do like what can do you think self is it is it keep hammering it is it maybe take a step back and yeah. see what's going on with you therapy self-improvement solo travel like what, what, what I don't know. well i think you have to determine if it is you that's the problem because it might not be and it might just be a a numbers game or b you're choosing the wrong type of person in which case that's really hard to get out of but maybe try widening your net a bit and increasing the numbers but i think i think it's just if it is you or if you want to, to, to determine if it's you, I think I would talk to a trusted friend because I do that a lot. I would tell my friends who I, I might be talking to three or four guys at the same time on WhatsApp or on dating apps. And I'd be chatting to my friends about it if they were interested. I wouldn't bore them, obviously. And if there was something that I was unsure about how I responded or 
how like they responded to something i'd be open with my friends about it and i'd be like show them a text and be like what do you think to this like was that and i think if your friend is saying oh babe why did you say that like that mm. you're coming across a bit clingy or that's then that's something for you to work on yeah but if they're not and they're going i know it's this per this they're being a dick yeah then you know it's them so i think you need to do some digging first to work out if it's you or them and if it is you then definitely do some work on it <laughs> I, I think I think being single presents an opportunity as well. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I, you know, whenever I've been single, I've done a lot of self-improvement stuff, whether it's been therapy, whether it's been... And I've, don't get me wrong, I've done this stuff while I'm in a relationship, but I do feel yeah. it's a lot easier to... You've got more bandwidth for more attention. Like, yeah. you don't have to spend time and energy on another person or on a relationship. Mm. So you can go, do you know what? I'm going to have to put that back into me, yeah. whether it's your physical training, whether it's therapy, whether yeah. it's looking after yourself, whether it's learning something, solo travel. Yeah. I think solo travel is very grown up and adult yeah. and something we, we should all do at least at least once. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think working on yourself and then... Really good. I'm going to say something that's a bit woo-wah and... and you, I would have never said this five years ago, but I do believe, I do believe like you're like what you give off, you get back. Yeah. So if you're in a good space, you're healthy, you look at healthy people attract healthy people, mm -hmm. uh, hurt people uh, attract hurt people. I mm -hmm. do, I do think that they gravitate towards each yeah. other because that they, they, you kind of, especially in a dating scenario, if you're in a really good spot, healthy, you've got all your shit together, you understand boundaries, and then someone doesn't, you're very much like whoa. Yeah. Whereas if you know if you're not at this if you're at the same point yeah. you go yeah that we're on the same level so i think you you project that and put that out into the universe and you'll get it back yeah and it'll make those experiences and your decisions really e easier it make your decisions really easy yeah because if you're in a bad spot and you're going is that person clingy is that person mm. is it me whereas if you know you've done the work yeah you'll go yeah. that's definitely the them you can thing highlight or it it's a, a me more. thing or i know what's going on there i shouldn't mm -hmm. risk, I, I think you get, if you get your shit together definitely. and it just helps yeah it helps. do you know what i mean well i feel in hindsight those breaks like i said i date intensely for a few weeks or months and then i'd have six months off because i get frustrated in hindsight that was really good so i could then double down on my myself and i'd up my training at the gym i would uh do a bit more self-improvement read more books focus on my friends on my family and it would be like time to recoup spend on myself build my career earn more money things that aren't necessarily like super super healthy for you but it then meant when i went back into dating i'd almost built my confidence a bit more to go like maybe it had broken me a bit before because i've been failed date failed date failed date and now i was like you know what I've got a great life. I earn yeah. a good amount of money. I've got a dog. I've got great friends, great family. I'm in great shape. I'm this, that. And it made me more confident going into dating. Yeah. And it sort of kept that desperation at bay, I guess. And is that what you would say to people if people started to lose hope? You know, you go, yeah. oh, I've been on all these dates. Like, just take a step yeah. back and do it. I, I, that's what I would say to someone. Yeah. I'd say, just get your own house in order. Get your yeah. shit together. Yeah. Um, so you know that when you rock up at a date, because it is daunting, isn't it? Yeah. Because you are kind of putting yourself out there to be judged. Yeah. But if you if if you've got com confidence, is the reputation that you have with yourself. Mm. So if you have done the things that you said you were going to do, I've, yeah. I've been to the gym, I've I've spent time, I've invested in myself, I've done, you know, mm. works good, finances are in a good spot. That you turn up and you go, yeah. I'm I'm a catch. And there's a, sometimes I think two we've said this haven't we before that two people might meet when mm. they're at different points in their life yeah and go oh no but then you spend a bit of time and then they might meet 
when they're actually compatible yeah. and it's not that the two people yeah. weren't compatible it's that where they were like i think you know. if me and you had met because i can go oh i wish we met like five years ago i don't think we'd be a couple five years ago no, i don't i hadn't worked on myself i was no. newly out I, and so were you and like we both of us we would not have been a match five years ago no and yet here we are yeah and we yeah we're winging it we're winging it on yeah. a prayer and a what's it called a it's a, a wing in a prayer a wing in a prayer yeah but everybody's winging it yeah important to remember everybody's i say that to my kids all the time i'm making it up as i go along yeah and yeah that's that's it yeah um how do you know what type of person you're looking for like when you were single did you know like what you were looking for when you were looking for like the partner the next partner were you like i have I'd, a type or i don't not I, physical type but so i don't think that i would say that i knew what i was looking for mm. but i knew what i didn't want yeah and i think that's a good place to start mm. to cancel out like so for me when we first met didn't we i said i'm not moving down mm. south i've got kids i play rugby um well, i don't now but i did then you know and, and there's stuff going on and so you kind of need to fit in with that which yeah. is a very you know i get it that's quite selfish place to come from but that was it yeah. so you need to fit in with this i don't and i said i don't want any more kids mm. so if that if it, i met a person who said oh i'm desperate to have more kids are like that's just a, it's just a non-starter yeah. for me mm. so i think figure out it's a lot easier to figure out what you don't want yeah. than what you do want sometimes and this stuff that you might do once you get into a relationship where you yeah. go oh i'm not cool with that mm. but you can figure it but i think if you've got your non-negotiables your yeah, yeah like these are the ones that are definitely i think that's a lot easier place to start personally yeah. what do yeah, you yeah. think yeah, I think you've got to be open. I don't think I had as many things as you, but I don't have kids. But I think I said to you as well, I was like, I put my whole life on the internet. And so, and that's an yeah, egg for yeah. some people. Some people don't like that. You don't have to be involved in it in any way, but like that, that's what I do. And mm. uh, some people don't like it. And mm. some people are scared of it and intimidated by it or they don't get it or they think it's gross. But what, like, yeah. that's the only thing I was clear on. Well, there's even like, you could, you know, some people might look at us, for instance, and go, well, I grew up working class. You grew yeah. up very middle class. Mm -hmm. um, it, some southern, people, northern. Southern, northern. Um, religious backgrounds. Yeah. Absolutely not religious background. No. Like Brown eyes, blue eyes. <laughs> so, for some people, those would be non-starters. Like you go, oh, I, I don't, so weird, I don't want anything to do with religion. But, but, but you don't know what people's experiences are. And, and uh, you know, they might have had a, a, I don't want to be involved in that world or whatever. Yeah. Or like the internet thing. Or yeah. even me with kids, some people might go, oh, I don't want someone who's got kids. Yeah. So it's different horses for different courses, isn't it? It is. Um, I think it's just strange if your tick boxes are so severe, though, and there's so many caveats like, oh you you you're from the south oh you're from a middle class background i'm working class like, it's just a bit strange joel you said i would never you said to me <laughs> you said the same such you a shock said the same. i would never date a northerner yeah and you said the same you went i can't believe i'm dating a southerner i oh. never thought i'd never do that let's solve the problem of you saying no that let's not play tip for tat <laughs> <laughs> one day we'll get a therapist on the show and they can therapize us we've never had couples therapy we don't need it yet i know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah have we covered all single bases i think we've covered all single bases it's yeah. it's diff it's difficult in it it's a, it's a bit of a minefield uh, but i think there's like a general theme that we talk about a lot on this show yeah. is there's no rules there's no yeah. one one size fits all you you don't yeah. have to be single and you also oh, don't have to be in a relationship you don't 
being in a relationship doesn't make you more or less mm -hmm. worth something or valued or valid. Um, so you do you, hon. And yeah. you'll also attract, you'll, the right, I know it's, again, I keep coming out with these really pithy phrases, but you will attract the right person. Well, definitely. You I manifested you, but I'm not going to talk about that because I know some people, they don't believe in that. The, but I definitely think that. There's, so my friend told me there's a big difference between settling and settling down. Mm -hmm. um, and I, at first I didn't understand what it meant, but there is. There, there's a person that you choose to, yeah, this is the person that I'm I'm okay with and I'm happy with this I'm happy with what I've got. It's a glowing review. Or, He's okay with me. Oh, there's a person where you go, <laughs> they'll do. That's you don't want that one. You don't want that. You do. don't want settling. Yeah, settling down. Yeah, if, yeah. if you're okay with it. So as always, we're going to recommend something for you guys. It could be anything. And today it's trees and plants because I am obsessed. When I first moved into Keegan's house, he had zero plants. You are partial to an occasional bouquet of flowers. I do like flowers. I will buy myself flowers. Yeah. And Joe was Joe bought me flowers once. It was very yeah, sweet. I did. Well, more than once. Yeah, a couple <laughs> of times. Um, but yeah, he, he's good with flowers. But no in terms plants. of plants, there's no house plants. I think I've brought it's, seven. It's plants plants i've bought uh seven plants oh it just sounds horrific i mean it doesn't sound horrific when you say it and northerners say it but for me it, it sounds stupid plants. when i say it plants plants um yeah i've bought like seven of them i'm obsessed with it i watch youtube videos on them i google how to look after them now you made me buy him a, a misting spray so i can mist my jungle plants to make them feel like they're in the jungle <laughs> um they're just so good. I'm obsessed with fruit trees. So I bought an apple tree and my next tree is probably going to be a pear tree. And then I also want a silver birch, but we just need to move house first with a big garden and then I can plant them in the garden because yeah. at the moment they're in pots. I keep walking into a room and I go, oh, there's yeah. something in there that Another wasn't, plant. and it's a, it's a plant. It's good for the oxygen rejuvenation of the room. Especially it with all, cleans all the, the farts air. going on. Definitely with all the farts going on. And it makes a house look like a home. Like, it's not a jungle. You know, I'm not going to be one of those people that ha is surrounded like by plants. No, it's Oh, would you say Jumanji? I'd say Jumanji, yeah. <laughs> Jumanji. <laughs> but yeah, that's my recommendation. So if you want a, a quick what? serotonin boost, okay, dopamine boost, okay, go buy a plant. Leave people hanging. If someone wants an oeuvre into plants, because I wouldn't know. What? Start with an aspidistra. We just bought one for the bathroom. It's a plant that needs a lot of, like, it's not fussy with light. So it's good with shade. Uh, the Victor It's a very Victorian plant. They always used to have them, Victorians, in their hallways where it's quite dark. It thrives in darkness. It doesn't need watering a huge amount. So it's difficult to kill. It's difficult to kill. Um, so, I'm now branching out into a few more tropical ones, which are difficult. Branching out. Mm, there we go. Let's see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Have you dug anything else up? <laughs> You're really, really funny. Mm. We're cutting it fine now, aren't we? We just need to trim this and then <laughs> we can... <laughs> okay. And on that note, if you have any puns, plant-related puns, please send them to us. Hello at Happy Healthy homo.com yeah you can follow us at happy healthy homo on all platforms and please rate us on apple podcasts if yeah that you sends that That'd sends the rating up and more mm -hmm. people get to see it yeah. leave us a review subscribe to our youtube channel and if you want to be a member we do lives on there you get dizzy on the merch yeah. and uh <laughs> you know what that means you get dizzy yeah. on the merch and you'll get invites to our lives that we're going to be doing so yeah. get there yeah thank you for watching and we'll see you next time bye, bye. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.